0: Hello, and welcome to the My Favorite Film Podcast, with me, your host, Gav Smith, and my co-host... Uh, Gary Coleman. You nearly forgot your name there, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad. I'm surprised. Where are we? What? You're in your shed. You're okay. I'm in my shed. Yeah. Um, before we get on with today's second episode of Series 2, let's go yes. through the normal contact information. So, to get in touch with us here on the podcast, and we really do want you to get in touch, best ways is by... Email, it's my favorite film podcast at gmail.com. Uh,
1: on Twitter, at my favorite film. On Instagram, it's at my favorite film podcast. Uh, on Facebook, just search through Facebook for, for my favorite film and you'll get the page. There's also a group on there as well, a community um, where you can sort of chit, chat and post things yourselves. And again, if you look for my favorite
0: film group, you'll find it there. Yeah, and if you can't remember any of those things, because, you know... I can't remember any of those yeah, things. Exactly. Sorry. I'm sure you can remember www.myfavoritefilm.com, which is our website. Oh. And down at the bottom, all of the links are there to help you out. Yeah. What about supporting us? Is there a good way of supporting us, Gary? Uh, so you can support
1: us. You can pop over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Good Pods. All these platforms uh, let you rate and review the podcast. And if you give us a rating and a review, it really helps us get found by other people. I think the norm is to give a five-star review. And if you don't do
0: that, you'd be mean. Absolutely. Very mean. I believe the algorithms only really work on those five-star reviews. I believe so. I think they are ones. Or, you know, you could shout about us on social media, down the pub, whatever you like. It's all all good to us, isn't it? So... This episode, we are talking to Jared Christmas, who came in to talk to us about the wonderful film, The Princess Bride. Your opinions of The Princess Bride before we get into it, Gary? Well, um, I this is
1: a film that I haven't seen since I was a, a younger man, um, and it was brilliant. Um, we, you know, we're going to talk about it in length, but I, I, I really enjoyed the film. Um, it's a flawed film, and I think we discussed that. And I think the biggest flaw, Gabby, you you felt might have been the title of the film?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the title of the film, I think, put off a lot of people. And I think Jared mentions it in the the podcast, as actually um, Fred Savage, who is the young boy who's having the story told them, mentions in one of the first scenes when his uncle, no, his grandfather, says, I'm going to read you this book called The Princess Bride. It's like The Princess yes. Bride. Why are we on a hit book by Princess Bride? That's a rubbish title. So, but listener, don't let
1: it put you off? So if you haven't seen the film, go and watch it now, and then come back listen to this. this. Uh, otherwise,
0: let's should we listen to what? Uh... Yes, let's listen to the spoiler filled podcast us chatting to Jared Christmas. Oh, awesome. A book. This
2: is a special book was the book my father used to read to me when I was sick, and I used to read it
0: to your father. And today I'm going to read it to you. I'll try and stay awake. Hello, Jared. Nice to meet you. Hello. Hi. Good stuff. Um, So you are here tonight to talk about The Princess Bride. Yes, I am. 1987 film. Yeah. Yeah. What a year. Oh, it was great, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How old were you guys in 87.
0: I was sixteen. Well,
2: wow, yeah, I was okay. twenty.
0: I was twenty. Yeah. Okay. How old are you?
2: So so well, I was I think I was at the perfect age for this film because I would have been about eight, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah you're and... still seven
1: or eight, aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think every age is the perfect age for it, but <laughs> I think it really spoke to everything that I was really into at that time.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it
2: stayed into.
0: Yeah. Know. Yeah. Before we get into the film then, do you want to just tell us a little about who you
2: are, what you do, your relationship with film, I suppose? Of course, yeah. Uh, my name's Jared Christmas. I'm a stand-up comedian. I've dabbled in acting and presenting. Um, actually, way back in 2006, I uh, was a co-host of a film review show on a digital channel that nobody watched. Um, <laughs> you know, 2006 is when digital channels first started launching? Yeah. Like I couldn't even watch the show that I was on because I didn't have <laughs> Sky Digital or whatever. Uh, and you know when they were saying it's Sky Digital Channel Six Seven Four, do you know what I mean? There was there was none of this Sky One Sky whatever
1: Your branding. Um,
2: and uh, the show was very imaginatively called That Film Show. Oh. Um, but it was really good fun. I got to interview a lot of really great people. We got to go to advanced screenings. Excellent. I was living my dream, really. Yeah. Um, Cause I've always, I've always loved films. Um, and you know, I did film, film TV studies at high school. Um, and uh, but I've never been pretentious about it. Like I saw a cock work orange before I saw a clockwork orange. <laughs> So, and I'll be honest, I was disappointed in a clockwork orange. <laughs> Much longer run time than it's uh it's been... right. <laughs> right But um yeah, so I've always been a fan of of blockbusters. Um I like switching my brain off and just going yeah. on an amazing ride. Yeah. But equally I like films that gut punch me and stuff like that, you know. So um it's it's a mood thing for me
0: you
2: right. know yeah. like oh i'm really in the mood for just getting swept away with great visuals yeah. and afterwards yeah. i'll go that's great and the more i think about it i'm like oh that was a bit flimsy yeah um yeah but i certainly get in the mood for those sort of films
0: good stuff that's interesting uh, we,
1: just, we were just chatting before about you know the idea of my favorite film So i'm trying to about it. <laughs> we're not asking people what they think the technically the best film in the world is it's just it's what's your favorite film and you could yeah. just you have this passion for films like music just have a, a sense of it and go oh, i just love it you know
2: yeah fall, and, and sometimes it. sometimes it's films that so there's um there's a film that i absolutely love called death to smoochie <laughs> do you know that film? i don't think i've heard of that one no. no oh my god it's incredible it's incredible it's got Ed norton uh robin williams it's fantastic. Wow! It's, wow. it's about um, children. It's about children's TV, and Ed Norton comes up with this uh, this character, like a Barney type character called right, uh, yeah. called Smooch. I think it's Death to Smoochy. I'm, I'm saying I love it so much that I'm not even confident <laughs> on the name. Um, <laughs> but um, and Robin Gosh, Williams cool. is the firmly established children's entertainer on TV. And then Smoochie comes along and starts taking it away. And they get violent with each other. Um, it's so good. I'm sure it's yeah. Death to Smoochie. Yeah, it
0: is. Death to Smoochie, 2002. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Ed Norton,
2: Danny DeVito, Robin Williams. It's as you say. so yeah. funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, and there's one scene where they're doing Smoochie on ice. And... And... <laughs> uh, there's an assassin trying to take out Smoochie um, and he's way up in the rafters sort of things, but uh, he ends up falling out. I can't remember if he's pushed or found out or whatever, but he falls out of the rafters. And as he's plummeting towards the ice, he just shouts, I've never been to Paris. <laughs> and I, mate, well, I saw it in, I was doing shows in China for, um, for expats mm. and uh it was me and another comic Andre Vincent oh yeah yeah and we had been out for dinner it was on one of our nights off we'd been out for dinner we had been walking around all day and you know it's it, it is like 2003 you know there's no Netflix you know yeah, you're going yeah. back to Isn't your hotel yeah. room and yeah you've got the TV and whatever's on the TV yeah. and we're in China yeah. you know it's so <laughs> We went back to andre's room and we we're like oh let's just see what's on the tv and we're flicking through channels and we find one <laughs> english-speaking channel and it was death to smoochy right. and it was maybe 10 minutes into the film and we were like what the hell is this i haven't heard of this yeah. you know ed norton's in it we're like well i've yeah. watched things with ed norton then robin williams pops up and you're like oh my god do you yeah. know what I mean? it just kept getting better and better yeah. and better and both of us just. Howled so with neither, laughter, like watched the whole dream. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's great, and I'm, that's a I'm film that I've go gone watch back it. to. A few, yeah, I've gone back to that film a few times. Yeah. You know, but would I say it's my favourite? Mm. No, but it's a film that is, you know, I would say uh, is a go-to film for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think part of that's because of how I discovered it as well. Yeah, yeah totally.
0: It's like yeah, music. It's
2: music. Yeah, isn't it? so
0: it's got a sense yeah. to it. Yeah. So let's. Skip from that to the film we're actually yeah. supposed to be talking about tonight. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I should have
2: said Death to Smoochie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had now actually. I really fancy. Yeah, that's about. true. Yeah. I'm gonna go and find it. Um, so tonight we're talking about the, the Princess Bride. Yes. Um, I'm gonna skip my normal first question, which was do plots and opposite. And I'm gonna ask you why is this your favorite film then? Because you've found films where Death to Smoochie is, but why is yeah. Princess Bride your favourite film?
2: Well, I think the Princess Bride song gets hooks into me uh the very first time I saw it, um, tapped into everything that I loved as a kid and still love now. Yeah. Uh uh fantasy, sword fighting, heroes, Andre the Giant, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, dare I say it, at that age, true love. Um, um and you know, I when I was a kid I watched I didn't know who all these comedy icons that are in the film. I didn't yeah. know who they were, all I knew was that Enigo Montoya has got one of the best lines, <laughs> I think, in cinematic history and has an epic sword fight scene, yes. you know, and there's, and Andre the Giant was in it, so yeah. that was enough for me as a kid, that was what, and then the more I revisited it when I was a teenager and then in my 20s and everything, it, more things kept Coming out at me, you know the more i started the more I started getting into comedy and realizing you know Billy Crystal 's in this, yeah Mel Brooks is in this, yeah. uh, you know just so like this is a plethora of of incredible comedic talent, yeah, and then finding out that Mandy Patinkin had done comedy he he' do oh. one man shows like not stand up, but he would mm-hmm. do a one person performance yeah, yeah. comedy performance sort of thing. And just finding more and more about it, and then seeing—I've never known how to say his name. Carrie Alwis, I want to say, but it's Yules or something, isn't it? I think mm. it's Yules, yeah. Yeah, E L W E S. As a yeah. New Zealander, I'm like, what the fuck kind of name is that? I can't, <laughs> I can't do that, uh, you I know. Was. And then seeing him and him and Robin Hood, men in tights, yes, and going, oh my god, that's the Princess Bride guy, you know. All these things connected, and then yeah. uh, I remember going to see going to the cinema to watch Forrest Gump. Yeah. And all the way through, going, why does Jenny look so familiar? <laughs> and then figuring it out, you know? It's then, yeah. But then I, but I did um, a couple of days after seeing Forrest Gump in the cinema, I went and went to my local blockbusters and rented The Princess Bride. Yeah. Because I couldn't get it out of my head. And to me, that's, and it happens to me a lot with The Princess Bride. I've yeah. read the book, I spent my teenage years. Looking for the original morganstein book that it's all supposedly, <laughs> and you know, of course, that's all just made yeah. up by William Goldman, yeah. But I remember going into the public library in Christchurch and asking <laughs> if they had any books <laughs> under the name Morgenstern, you know. Um, it, it absolutely consumed me, and I just um, loved it. And um, then when I found out that it was, you know, it was all just made up I was like oh I like it even more now (laughs) (laughs) so I think that's it's it's been with me uh every step of the way do you know what I mean like yeah Hmm. I I haven't religiously watched it but I've read the book a couple of times right and I've uh uh I've just purchased uh the a collector's edition book that I'm going to read to my kids nice Um, (laughs) One of my biggest regrets was uh, my kids, their cousins who are older than them, love The Princess Bride as well. And so they were, when they first saw it, they were going on to my kids about how incredible The Princess Bride is. And I got uh, really excited. My kids wanted to watch The Princess Bride too young, uh, when uh, they saw the uh, the uh, rats of, what are they called? Uh, yeah. Roar. Yeah. Rats of unbelievable size or something. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. They just and the eels, the screaming the screeching eels. Screeching eels, yeah. Screeching eels had to turn it off. Yeah. And they and since then they've never want to watch it.
0: Oh. Ah.
2: It's one of my biggest regrets as a pilot.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's always a problem. That. When I when I, watched, again, I was again talking to Gav about this, but when I I've watching it years and years ago and I don't think I've seen it since I I watched it in my own dad's house, it's like you know, years and years ago when I first came when I first saw it. Uh and then I watched it again for this. And I was watching it late at night, and my son, who's 14, came upstairs and went, Oh, dad, I thought we were going to watch this together. I went, oh, Okay, son. So I turned it off. And then the next day, we sat and watched The Princess Bride together. And he just, 14, he just loved it. Yeah. It's quite, you know, it's an old film. And yeah. I wasn't, I didn't think he would love it. And he just yeah. loved it. And I That's asked him again, really- he went, I said, did, you really, did you really enjoy the film? Went, oh, yeah, it was brilliant. I loved it. Just like yeah, yeah. Grab it his fantasy. <laughs> and I loved sitting next to him watching it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Real. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean,
2: I'm going to, They're going to watch. it. My kids yeah. are going to watch it again. When they they're a bit older, yeah.
0: Are. Yeah.
2: I, I watched the first. Uh, I watched Fellowship of the Ring with my 12 year old the other day, and she right. loved that. And I'm like, "You're ready if you can yeah. handle <laughs> if you can handle Fellowship."
0: Yeah, especially with director's cut. Then you've got three hours. Yeah, exactly. Of that, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, tell you what, could, could you give us a quick plot synopsis of what The Princess Bride is all about, and then we'll yes. get a bit more into it.
2: Um, it is a story of true love and how nothing can keep true love apart. And that sounds cheesy, but it's got pirates. uh, It's got giants. It's got cliffs of insanity. It's got sword fights. It's got a six fingered man. It's got revenge. It's got, it's got storming castles. It's got heroes. It's got daring do, and it's got magic. Yeah, wow. it's amazing.
0: Wow, it is, it is I don't it.
2: know if there's a plot summary.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've sold it. Watch it again. I'll <laughs>
2: we'll have to go the, back and watch it. <laughs> um, so uh, Carrie Owls has written a great book on it. See, this is the thing about the Princess Bride Carrie Owls has written a whole book on it.
1: You've yeah. read the book, I'm guessing.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. And it's a brilliant book. Um, mm. you know, just loads of anecdotes about Andre the Giant how he mm-hmm. couldn't stop farting on set and how hilarious <laughs> it was um and how he uh one on the days that it was really cold when they were filming um he used to uh oh what's her name who he plays buttercup um robin robin right 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 she would be cold and andre the giant would rest his hand on her head and it would be like a hat and it would warm her up. And he, he used to just stand there and keep her head warm with just one hand. Um, but Rob Rainer talk has spoken extensively about it. You know, this is a film that didn't just affect uh, the people who watched it, but the people who made it knew mm. that it was special. But it was a flop mm. when it was released in the cinema because they didn't know how to sell it. Yeah, They didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, you know, um they gave it to the marketing department. And they just didn't know what to do with it, and it only really found its fan base. It only really had its form when it went on to home video.
0: Yeah, because that's got a yeah. massive cult following, hasn't it? It's yeah, huge, huge from huge. that point of view. Yeah,
2: yeah, but um yeah, it was a cinematic flop.
0: Yeah,
2: and you know, because the title, "The Princess Bride," yeah. it, you know, straight. I remember as a kid, as a teenager. Telling friends of mine, you know, going, have you seen the Princess Bride? And I was like, it sounds like a girls' film. Why would I want to watch that? Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, yeah, this is the eighties and nineties, you yeah. know, Princess and Bride in there. Yeah, <laughs> that just says girls' <laughs> film to these kids.
0: Absolutely right.
2: Yeah. Maybe not so much now. Attitudes no, have changed, no. but certainly in the eighties, nineties, early two thousands, people were like. I remember going away uh, over New Year's with a bunch of friends, about six of us, to a mm. to a cottage in and uh devon somewhere and we all have this thing of like all right everyone bring you f- bring one movie for us all to watch and we'll go through everyone's movies over the time that we're there and i took the princess bride none of them wanted to watch it
0: <laughs>
2: they hadn't seen it none of them wanted to watch it
0: wow
2: yeah i had to sit through with nail and i what a piece <laughs> of shit movie that is <laughs> and i know that's blasphemy this british comedians giants. love this with Zero giant <laughs> stuff
1: <from. laughs>
2: <sighs> So that's, how did you... that film that film is about two drunks and a pedo. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's
0: about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. How, how did you first come pitch? across?
2: Uh, yeah. How did you first come across the film then? Um I'm pretty sure that it would have been my parents renting it out for right. we used mm-hmm. to do we used to have like uh Friday night was fish and chip and movie night. Mm-hmm. And uh my parents used to if my dad was going to get a movie, it would be, uh, an action film. Right. Uh, you know, me and my brother watched a, a lot of action films. We shouldn't have watched because <laughs> my dad's a military guy and he used to love these action films and he'd sit there going, well, would have run out of ammo by now. <laughs> well, that's not how a machine gun works, you know, all that sort of stuff, but he'd still, he'd just be loving it. He'd be loving it. Duh. Um, and, uh, I think it was. I'm pretty confident it would have been my brother seeing Andre the Giant on the cover, right? And going, "Can we watch this?" Because we wa- we were obsessed with wrestling. Yeah, right. I mean, we watched Hulk Hogan's movies for God's sake. Wow. You know, <laughs> oh my God. I, God. What was his one suburban hero or suburban? That that rings. I D B it. Yeah, but I've seen. I have definitely seen Hulk Hogan's movies. Yeah. um, Which were bad.
0: I I can imagine. I've never seen any of them, but I can imagine.
2: (laughs) Oh, No Holds Barred was all right. That was all right. Yeah. Okay. Suburban Commando. That's what it was. It sounds terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dreadful. Just by the name. But No Holds Barred. Good film. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty sure it would have been my brother convincing my parents to get it. Yeah. By because of seeing Andre the Giant, my parents just would have looked at the age rating on it. Right. And uh, my mum probably would have gone, oh, well, there's no explosions on the cover. So yeah, this should be all right. <laughs> and my Let's dad probably it. going, well, there's no bloody explosions. I don't want to watch this.
0: <laughs> got Princess Bride in the title. It yeah, can't be good.
2: But, but we all loved it. We all loved it. Good. So,
0: yeah. Um, I've got a question from a listener. Um, who seems to be our regular list. I think we've only got one listener. now. He's the oh, one only the list. now. Yeah. It always uh,
2: starts with one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael oh,
0: Minutillo. I'm going to hope, is how you pronounce his name. I must ask him at some point. Uh, yeah. His question is, he thinks this is a Christmas film because there is a Christmas tree outside the doors. The houses outside of Fred Savage's room are got lights on them. And yeah. Grandpa brings over the... Um, the book, all wrapped up in gift wrap. What do you think about that? As a, is this a Christmas film? No,
2: I've never taken any of that in. Right. Never never even noticed any of that. No. And never thought for a second that it was a Christmas film.
1: Is it, is it mentioned in the book at all? That, that set of Christmas? No, just, it is not, on.
2: Well, no? it might have been. But mm. for some reason, I haven't taken it in. I, my memory of the book is nothing. It's, it's just a you know, Fred Savage is ill. So the grandpa comes over and reads this. There's
1: there's nothing in the script that suggests it should be Christmas, but yeah, when you look at it, I know there's loads
2: of things, loads of things in the, in the bedroom. Like he's a, he's a bears fan. Yeah. yeah. um, There's star Wars figures, you know, there's all that sort of stuff in there, but I've never noticed. Yeah. And I I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that that was Columbo who was reading the story. Uh, So then (laughs) when I discovered Columbo, which was when I, uh, first um, started making a living as a comic. Yeah. So it meant I was watching a lot of daytime TV. Yeah. And Columbo came on. I was like, oh, he's in The Princess Bride. Whereas I think <laughs> the majority of people who saw The Princess Bride was going, oh, that's Columbo. Yeah. around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my guilty, my my, my secret, which I'm, I'll reveal now, because I've gathered probably to later on. When I'm I watching for the for your for your podcast, uh, Jared, I... I, I was convinced that Robert De Niro, the, the role of, uh, that Mandy Plinkin played, I was convinced that was Robert De Niro. I was wow. in my memory, I would put Robert that would De Niro be
2: a, playing that would be a different role. <laughs> it would be a very <laughs> different film. <laughs> it? Yeah. Yeah. Go no, on that's I was convinced
1: it was him, and then I watched it. Went, oh, that's not Robert De Niro. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love to be able to do a De Niro impression. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah uh, great. doing my neighbours is a bit. Good... Yeah. my name is a... I can't even do it. I can't even do a De Niro. De Niro oh. saying, "My name is Enigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die." That'd be quite amazing. It would be
0: good. It would be good. Yeah. I can't do impressions either, so I'm not going to try.
2: Maybe yeah. your one listener knows oh. can do a can do a De Niro. We'll,
1: we'll get him on. Yeah, but then we'll he thought this on. was
2: a Christmas film. So. Exactly. Well, <laughs> what does he know? <laughs> <laughs> I think. It was but just... it is amazing what people term as Christmas. Die Hard's Christmas film, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So. I oh, yeah. certainly it, would but have at least that's
1: zero... in the but, but Die Hard's referenced in the script to mention it's Christmas yes, in the script. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's on yeah, exactly. Christmas, Christmas Eve.
0: Yeah. 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 But, yeah just, oh, I would have yeah.
2: zero objection to this being shown at Christmas time. I, I think it's, a, a, it's an all zero year round
0: objection. film. You could watch watch it anytime. It's not got yeah. a
2: And a it's a multi faith film, I think. Well, okay. you know, explain the I don't that one, think then, it's no? just I don't think it's just Christmas watching. I see. All right, I'm sure people have watched it on Hanukkah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. they must
2: do Billy Crystal's in it right
0: This is true oh, Yeah 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 This is true Yeah yeah um, right.
2: And actually Mel Brooks
0: well,
2: Is Mel Brooks is Mel, in no, it No Mel, Brooks's is Mel not Brooks not in it, not in it? No. no I've got it you wrong You say that yeah. I said yeah. Mel Brooks I said Mel Brooks And I keep getting him mixed up With um, The the guy from
1: the what are you what are the films The No You're getting mixed I mean, up
0: Wallace
2: not. Wallace Shawn no, no, this is not doing me any favour saying it's my favourite film in this You episode. have seen the
1: film, Jared, haven't you? You have watched the film.
2: Uh, it is a No, and Bride because it's got out. Princess and Bride in the title. So. <laughs> it's a girls film. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you who it is. I really want to watch
1: Smutching with, uh, with Bride. Really cool. <laughs> Mel, really awesome.
2: Mel Smith. Sorry, it's Mel yes, Smith. Oh, Smith yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Mel Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, Mel Smith's in yeah. there.
2: Yeah. yeah, He's got Mel the same Smith.
0: first name, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I've always, by the way, I've always done this. And I I remember in Edinburgh being asked to, uh, you know, sort of present uh, a film which was Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. And in the opening bit, I went, one of the best films from Mel Smith. And everyone went, what? And I went, (laughs) uh, Mel Brooks. (laughs) Different Mel. I'm a a (laughs) welder. You're not, not a alone. different it's spelling of the name as well.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different pronunciation. When you said Mel Brooks, I just frantically googled, thinking, "Was
0: Mel Brooks in the film?" Mel no.
1: On, on, but on Wikipedia, like one of the top questions is, "Is Mel Brooks in Princess Bride?" Wow! I mean, if you start googling, so people, think, <laughs> it does feel like a Mel
0: Brooks film a little bit, doesn't it? Does. It? Really, it does, work. it does, and of course, Harry Hughes um, was in Men in Tights. Men in Tights, which was Mel Brooks' film, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There we go. So th- there the is a fiction. link. There is a link, definitely a link. Six degrees of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it's not, it's Kevin Bacon, isn't it? Bacon, oh, normal, I got it yes. wrong again. But six degrees of Keanu Reeves, it rhymes. Why isn't it that? Yes, yeah, good point.
0: Can you do that, though? Does that work?
2: Six Degrees of Keanu Reeves? Yeah. I think six he's degrees been in more films than Kevin Bacon. Ke- Kevin yeah. Bacon's worked
0: with absolutely everyone. That's why you can do he it. He has. You're absolutely right. Mm. But yeah. Keanu Reeves probably hasn't worked with everyone. Not yet. Johnny. Well, he's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. He has worked yeah.
2: with Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is in a lot of things. Anyway, That's this is a true. different podcast. <laughs> it's a very different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can maybe make that one. <laughs> Gary, yeah. put that down on the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Other podcasts we can do. Inconceivable. I'm going to talk about the, the cast and crew a little bit. So yeah. Rob Reiner, obviously the director of this one. I think before yes. this, he'd done This Is Spinal Tap. I mean, he went on to do all sorts of yeah. massive films, including Gary's favourite film, When Harry Met Sally. So. Yeah,
1: so mine was, yeah, for, for the podcast, is When Harry Met That's Sally. A film.
0: couple of yeah. years later. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, he's done incredible films, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and uh, another weird thing uh, how this connects to another experience I had. So, when I was doing uh, a, that film show, we uh, interviewed Richard Dreyfus. Uh, oh, for...
1: oh, my God.
2: Oh, no, he was a prick. Was um, he? I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. He's That's got a real a reputation. reputation. But a real it was reputation. for the, the remake of the Poseidon adventure.
1: Right.
2: And. You know, I, I'd interviewed, we'd chatted to Kurt Russell and uh, the other actors, and we weren't, <laughs> we weren't scheduled, we weren't down to interview Dreyfus. Yeah. And so we were, you know, getting ready to leave, and, um, you know, one of the PR people came over and said, oh, can you go on and interview Richard Dreyfus? And we were like, oh, we didn't know we were down to interview And they said, yeah, just, you know, loads of his interviews have gone really short, so could you, could you go in? So, so we went in completely unprepared. Oh, God. And uh, as we were going in, my producer said, I've heard he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm. Um, and we go in and I think, I'll wing it. I'll just ask the generic questions. You know, mm. what attracted you to the film? Blah, blah, blah. But I'd seen the film. Yeah. You know, and I said to him, uh, you know, pleasantries. And then I said, um, what, what attracted you to the film? And he was like, oh, for God's sake, the money I was (laughs) retired. They offered me a lot of money. So I did it. Wow. I was like, okay. Uh, and then I said, oh, your character's got quite an interesting arc in the, uh, in the movie, you know, quite an interesting emotional journey that he gets. And he goes, what are you on about, man? The boat sinking. I want to get off. That's it. Oh okay. Um so all the others were talking about there was a competition on set to see who could hold their breath the longest. And he was like, oh <laughs> come on. I didn't hold my breath. I went under the water, pulled the face they needed, and then I was done. <laughs> my god And wow. I'm sitting you know, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, you know, this is all in the span of a minute and a half. Right. A and and I just think this is going nowhere. Right? Yeah. And the night before, I had read an article that Richard Dreyfus had written in the Times about being a conscientious objector in the Vietnam War. So Mm -hmm. I said to him, oh, I read your piece in the Times about being a conscientious objector. And I was like, that was really good. I mean, that must have been a tough route to take. And he just totally opened up talking about that. And he said one of his biggest regrets was he lost his friendship with Rob Rayner. Ah, right. Yeah, Rob Rayner just when I don't want to know you when he said he was a conscientious objector right nice. wow. wow yeah so there were. sorry it's just another no really no yeah
0: so yeah. do you rate rob Rayner's work i mean obviously he's, he has done some amazing yeah.
2: films a i, I, I love stand by me that's an incredible yeah. wow amazing incredible film yeah it is yeah yeah you know um and uh yeah lollipop lollipop oh lolly lollipop <laughs> that bit yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah but he i think he's got a really good knack certainly with those films of tapping into childhood excitement yeah you know yeah. like when i was a teenager you know when i was like that age like 14 15 if a mate of mine had said hey, here's a dead body let's go find it <laughs> yeah i would have been like huh okay yeah. You know? Which is exactly what they do, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's great. I am a I am a fan of his stuff. Yeah. I mean, talk me through what else he's done. Spinal Tap's brilliant. Yeah. Tiny tiny Stonehenge, fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
0: Harry Matt Sully.
2: Misery. Harry Matt Sully, of course. Few good men. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A Few Good Men is in one of my is one of my all-time favorites yeah. as well.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's because uh I was meant to go to a friend's massive birthday party. Um, but I was a bit sick and so I oh. couldn't go and I was devastated. And my mum said, Oh, we'll just we'll get some pizza ordered and let's just sit and watch a movie. I've rented a movie and I was miserable, like, oh, I'm not going to a party and I'm sitting with my mum watching a movie. <laughs> and it was called A Few Good Men, and I was like, Sounds Boring. Oh, my God. That's Brilliant another film, film that, that I go back to a lot. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, has that not been chosen on the podcast? It's not, not, not yet. Yeah. And he's and I, also use my,
2: I use it in my stand-up as well, quotes yeah. from that film.
0: He's responsible for my favourite Bruce Willis film as well, which is North.
2: North is so good with Elijah Brilliant. Woods. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a fantastic yeah. film, but it's yeah. so underrated. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's yeah. seen it. Or nobody's it. It, right? seen it, right? Amazing, you've heard of it. <laughs> Gary's shaking yeah. his
2: head, so yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Brilliant film is North. You'll yeah. not find it anywhere because it doesn't stream anywhere. You can't make it on DVD no, it's, not, it's, it's just...
2: like um another Elijah Woods film that I really enjoyed that I can't find anywhere is The Radio Flyer. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. And that was yeah. around
2: about that time as well. I Probably, think. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it's a great one. Uh, Bruce Willis plays a, a pink rabbit through that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's a... <laughs> yeah. North is really good. It's a brilliant film, yeah. Gary's yeah. just looking confused. Yes, right, I don't know it's like, what
1: because is part it is. I think I have seen that film, now you mention that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking yeah. of um, the old um, black and white one. It,
2: it is brilliant. North film. by Northwest. That's a very different film. <laughs> <It's> very different <laughs> film. <laughs> Grant
0: is a big rabbit. That, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So let's um, look at the rest of so the cast. Rob Reiner's
2: done basically what we're saying is Rob Reiner's a legend. And he's done loads of our favourite films. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. comedy yeah.
1: just comedy, brilliant. Yeah. And, and as you say, kids as well. I think you got to get to the kids' mind.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. really where did I where did I read that him and Mel Brooks mm. definitely got the right Mel then? Yeah. are yeah. really good mates. Well, really his fun.
1: dad would be in really good mates. I'm guessing well, that's dad it, be, that's his dad. Yeah, he's possibly, talked yeah. about his dad, his dad and, him and him. Mel Brooks oh. being
2: such good mates. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Carl Rayner. Carl Rayner.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And yeah. how they used to just go over to each other's houses and just, just bounce off each other for hours, just having drinking wine. Yeah. How we used to love just hearing it and witnessing it.
0: Yeah, how much it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. incredible. Yeah, I think we need to do a whole series just on Rob Rayner films. I think that. I think so. An awesome series. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Everyone picked their favorite Rob Reiner, and we're just do it. <laughs> great. Um, let's about the rest of the cast. Then, so we've got uh, Peter Falk and, and Fred Savage being the yep. the main two that we sort of meet at the start. But kind of gets tails off very quickly. That little bit of story at the start. But, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it comes yeah. back
2: to him when he's annoyed about kissing. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, I I was a big fan of the Wonder Years. Yeah. Um, so I already knew who Fred Savage was Yeah, and that, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. So what do you think of him in, in this as th- the small boy who wants to hear this story? Oh, I
2: totally identified with it.
0: All oh, right. Yeah, of course. Cause yeah, yeah. You probably yeah, were him at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, you know, seeing the toys he had were similar to the toys I had, you know, yeah. it, was, it was cool.
0: Yeah. And um, Peter Falk is the, the lovely granddad who's come over to read his I grandson's mean, he's, story.
2: Yeah. I've always just loved his voice. Yeah. And And I loved his attitude as well. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) And that's what I do to my kids when I read them bedtime stories, is I'll sometimes just go, okay, okay, okay. And they don't know the (laughs) reference at all. (laughs) And um, it's just, his voice is so good. He's
0: brilliant.
1: He's one of my favourite actors. And then Jared, do you stand up and walk to the door and just go, ah, Actually, Uh, I I just got one more question. I
0: got one more chapter. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. That's how bedtime stories should be read, isn't
2: it? Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, But as a a sort of part of the film, is it necessary? Do you think we need it? Is it the introduction we need for this film? Yes.
2: Yes. Okay, look, I'm going to (laughs) get film wanker now. Go on. Go Um, Go for it. it. It holds our hand into that world. If you just dumped into that world i don't think that film would have been anywhere near as successful mm. but by bringing it in like that yeah it, it holds our hand as a viewer to go in right because immediately we know oh he's he's re he's telling a story so that allows us to go on that flight of fancy yeah, yeah. you know and when it comes back to them i think all those points in the film are really good because it allows it allows the film to progress without us having to see it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: yeah. That's me just being a bit of a... No, no, it's <laughs> also... This is what I think about the juxtaposition of the <laughs> filmographic uh, art form. But it, it,
1: it, it is also funny, but it also addresses the thing of the title of The Princess Bride, because yes. if you start watching it as a kid, you go, oh, Princess Bride, I don't want to watch that. And Fred mm. Savage's character literally says that. Literally I don't, yes, yes. don't want to hear the story. He goes, no, it's brilliant, it's got... Eels and things, and yeah, basically yeah. Jarrod's pitch at the beginning. He does Jarrett's pitch at the beginning, <laughs> and then you kind of lean in and go, "Oh, okay, I'll watch this film." Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, it yeah, definitely yeah. works.
2: Yeah, and Visconti. Oh my god, yes, inconceivable, brilliant.
0: <laughs>
2: I do not think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> you keep saying this word. I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to go through the rest of the cast, but
2: <laughs> I could just let you well, do it. So, um, what's his name? Shaw. We-
0: Wallace Shaw. Wallace, Wallace Shaw. Shaw. Wallace
2: Shaw. Yep. Um they had to really convince him to do the film. Yeah. Because he, he he's in heaps of stuff. Yeah. But he hated acting. He hated yeah. acting. And uh, Rob Rayner had to really, really convince him and almost trick him into being in the in the because he couldn't see anyone else playing that part yeah. of the Sicilian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's brilliant. He's as well.
2: So good. Yeah,
1: he is. So good.
2: And yeah. that's that's another thing that I love about it is every character is no matter how minor the role yeah, has a purpose and is funny. Mm. Yes. Them. Because we've yes. all seen films where, you know, you're like, well, that's if it's a, especially if it's a comedy, you're like, yep. well, that's a missed opportunity right there.
0: Mm. Mm. You know,
2: sure. That guy just came in and delivered something, but yeah. that could have been something.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: You know, and that's what, that's what, um, you know that's what this film gives you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Because even when you've got the the smaller roles, like Billy Crystal, who's not enough much, but not enough, absolutely much. has a fantastic um, role in it. Yeah,
2: and of course the incredible one of uh, of Peter Cook. Yeah, love, two, Wav. I mean, <laughs> that's basically all he says, and you've got Peter yeah. Cook doing it.
0: Yeah, it's brilliant.
2: You know, and that's yeah. that's another line that stuck with me. I yeah. always say love. Whoa, <laughs> it's just it's brilliant. Yeah. Mm. And Mel Smith just being a torturer's assistant sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's funny.
1: Oh. When you first see yeah. Mel Smith, he's kind of like you can't you can't speak for He yeah, just his yeah. yeah. throat and he can speak absolutely normally. Just yeah. It's uh, yeah. just a chance <laughs> to get a gag in, isn't it? It's, getting more it's, gag, that one, it's yeah. such
2: a simple and great gag. Yeah. yeah. And everyone plays it with so much conviction. You know, the fact that Mandy Patinkin trained so hard mm. for that sword fight scene. Yeah, mm. I imagine. Yeah. So hard. Both of them did. Yeah. So hard.
0: That's a great um, sword fight. Uh,
2: it it always comes up as one of the best sword fights mm. uh, in movies. Um, what's that magazine that do? they get experts to comment on Films, you know the the Insider magazine or something. Oh, they're right. all over. They're all over YouTube and stuff. Where they yeah, they will uh, so they interview a sword fighting expert to rate sword fight scenes in movies, mm-hmm. and that one rates so high. Yeah, because they they spent months training.
0: Yeah, you can imagine. Sword yeah. fighting. Yeah, yeah. they must have. It was very well choreographed. Brilliant. I mean, every every Brilliant.
2: hit of the sword is is perfect. Yeah. 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 And it's not nonsense, what they're saying. Those were all oh. um, actual fighting techniques yeah. and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. good. It is,
0: I mean, it's a great cast. I mean, everyone yeah. in it is, has a, a part to play and plays it really, really well. Fantastic, yeah. Um, from Robin Wright all the way through to, well, s- smaller roles that are in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And and Kerry Ells, El Elo, El, Eloiz, um. I think it's Yules, yeah. Could be wrong. It's so easy. Yeah. Yules. Um, I mean he's just I wonder why he didn't do shitloads. Great. Yeah. I-, I
0: thought that after seeing this. i kind of thought I've seen him at somewhere else, but I think it is only Robin Hood men in tights that have seen him in after this. Yeah. Um certainly on IMDb. He hasn't got a particularly big filmography there at all. Yeah. There's, there's nothing else. There was a film that came out
1: during COVID and I went Netflix film and it was just sort of straight to you know Netflix TV. And he was the romantic lead in it in his fifties oh, really? or sixties or whatever. And he played the part of a Scottish guy who owned a castle. And he was brilliant in it. He was really, really funny. Sorry, can... know, just really, really funny in it and naturally yeah. it was <laughs> yeah. funny. Why wasn't he? Why is he not a massive
2: star? I don't know. Are they or maybe they didn't know what to do with a really yeah. good looking, funny guy? He was
1: ridiculously good looking, yeah. was a problem. I maybe.
2: mean, that's it's the, the problem. That's the problem I've got, mate. That's- yeah,
0: <laughs> me too. Me too. Me
2: too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just looking through his um, his IMDb now, and it, yeah, he has done an awful. He's done a lot of voice of small parts in mm. big films. He's been lots of things. I mean, he was in um, X Files, he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, look, Seinfeld. All yeah. sorts of stuff he's been in. Bram Stoker's Dracula, he's apparently.
2: I mean, he's he's probably worked his whole life. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah he has. Uh, he, I mean, his filmography goes on for a long yeah. time, but it but is nothing
2: nothing odd. leading man after no after these films no, which is really weird. Yeah. 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 He should have. I wonder been if in Robin Hollywood. Hood, Men and Tights stands up.
0: I haven't seen that for a long time. I haven't seen it for I haven't, ages.
2: I saw it maybe twice. Mm, Back when yeah. it came out, I think I saw it. It, when wasn't it, came a,
0: out. it wasn't one of Mel Brooks' classics, was it? No, I think it was quickly pushed over to the side and not bother with that one. Yeah, yeah.
2: well, um, I mean, you know, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves came out with uh a Brian Adams soundtrack, so exactly. that just shed all over
0: it, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it spent most of our lives just sitting there at number one, didn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Let's talk about Mandy oh, Mandy Patinkin. Did he
1: do
2: much? I mean, he was just oh an my awesome yeah? actor. Did, Did he
1: do film? Did he do film? Was just all no, stupid? he went on.
2: He. I mean, his big recent thing is, um, oh, what is it? That terrorist thing. The Homeland. Oh, um, oh, yeah. 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 Which he's incredible oh, yeah. in.
0: Yeah, he right, is. Right, right, right. Yeah. He mumbles a lot in it, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he has done quite a lot. He was in, uh, let's have a look. look. Oh, let's have a look. Yeah. Did he
1: go on to become Robert De Niro?
0: Yes, he did. He played he did. Robert De Niro in most of he his did. films. He was a stand in for him. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Oh, there's loads of Chicago Hope he was in for quite a lot of yeah. the episodes of that. Once back in Notre Dame. Yeah. He was in Larry Sanders a few times. Dick Tracy, apparently.
2: Was he in Dick Tracy?
0: He was 88 Keys. That was the piano yeah. player, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or The Janitor. Or The Janitor. Who knows? He was in lots of I things. I liked
2: it. Dick Tracy was an alright film as well. Is
0: that the Madonna one? That was the Madonna one, yeah. Um, yeah. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: It was, yeah. It was yeah. no who framed Roger Rabbit, though, was it? No. Absolutely
0: not, no. No.
2: I don't yeah. know why I've associated those two films. I think they must have come out around about the same time.
0: I don't know if they did. but
2: Probably not. There's <laughs> no. probably
0: some tenuous link we could make at some point. Yeah. To, to kind of see why they've been necessarily together, yeah. Same time, but of Mandy great. He is great. Yes, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to say I think all of the actors that are in this are brilliant. Yeah. Um, you kind of wonder why some of them didn't make it as anything else because yeah, yeah. I mean Robin Wright did a lot. I think she did. Oh more. my Where god, she Ron she then she did um,
2: yeah. House of Cards. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Forrest Gump, House of Cards. I think she's mm. done all right, mate. I think she's done all right. Yeah, she
0: probably has, actually. Probably yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. She's probably the biggest um, one,
2: I've yeah. lost my... Oop. Um, but just the stories of Andre the Giant
0: <laughs>
2: are incredible. Just incredible. Um,
0: and that's who in was... Carrie's book, is it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well worth a read because it's so funny. Yeah. So funny. I'll
0: have, yeah. to, I'll have to find it. Have a read. Yeah. yeah, should we go a little bit into the story then? Um, Here we go. Yeah, because we've been going for quite a while, and we haven't even talked about the story yet. Nice. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's quite a simple sort of story. There's lots of yeah. parts to it, though, because we yep. kind of start with um, Buttercup as a, yep. a girl who works who lives on a farm and her she's farm precocious, boy. Precocious,
2: though, isn't she? Oh,
0: she is. Yes,
2: she's not likable.
0: No, she's not shy no she's not shy um and her farm boy who as yeah, as you, as you, as you wish. wish yeah um what is there some sort of what's the story trying to tell us do you think at this point is it giving you anything other than this is just the start of a love that can't happen
2: yeah i kind of i've always taken it as it's um the love changes both of them yeah You know, because changes her from being... I mean, she is quite sort of arrogant throughout the whole thing, isn't she, really? Yeah. Even when the Dread Pirate Roberts has Mm. captured her. But then when she finds out that it's Wesley, you know, all of that, and you see it was all just a facade. It was all just... um, And he obviously changes because, you know, he becomes the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know,
0: yeah, I mean, it she changes very quickly, obviously, become a princess, um, yes. as soon as Wesley's gone. Yeah, it seems very quick, but I guess they just flick through. She's forced this is- into
2: it, though. Remember yeah. that, she's forced yeah. into it. That's, um, a, that's an arranged, forced, arranged marriage, and she's not happy about it, no, because the no, witch true. tells the, the old lady in the crowd tells her that,
0: yeah, yeah, true, true. And then she is kidnapped by, yes. Our three men, well, I was going to say villains, but two of them become heroes pretty much during this, don't they? Yeah. What do you think these of these guys as our um, our villains of the peace who well, just, don't end up being villains of the piece.
2: Yeah. Well, Vassini, Vassini hires them. They're, yeah. they're henchmen, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so they're just guns for hire, essentially. Swords for hire, the muscle. Yeah. Um, so Vassini's the... The evil mastermind who has been hired by Prince Humpty, yes, to create this fake war, yeah, Um, and all the way through they're questioning what they're doing, yeah. You know, you can always tell, yeah. That I, you know, you always get the feeling that "Mm, these two aren't fully into this,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, and I just love all the all the stuff with Inigo Montoya and. Um and the dread pirate Roberts, he, who are you? You're amazing. <laughs> All of that stuff, I just love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then you know when when he loses the sword fight, and he's like, his whole life he's been training to be the best swordsman, and then yeah. he's bested. Yeah, he's like, kill me. And the dread pirates Roberts would be like, was just he says something like. It would be cry- a crime, yeah, to yeah. kill such a talented, beautiful swordsman as yourself. Yeah, you know, and these are huge. And then, then Andre the Giant is bested because yep. he's he's used mm. to fighting so many at one time. He hasn't mm. had to just do a one on one for one-on-one, ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. And so, what I like is those two in their field are meant to be the best. Yeah. And then when they come up against someone better. They're not bitter about it
0: yeah no, they do not
2: angry about it they don't let it ruin their lives yeah they then go i need to follow this guy yeah this yeah. is this is someone i need to know yeah you know and i think that's a really good life lesson yeah that yeah that no one gets these days yeah but also the
1: the, the the villain sean whatever he's called
2: what, what's the villain called the v- vin... scene yeah
1: the fact that he's just so brilliantly stupid yeah, so full of his own arrogance. Yes. and you, and you kind of when I watch, it, think, oh, he's he's brilliant at the beginning. You know, he's very intelligent. Yeah. and you very quickly realise oh, he's not. And the other two yeah. totally yeah. got yeah. the cut of him. Like, oh, yeah. he's just an idiot. Yeah.
2: That oh, line right. of never enter into a land war with China.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
2: good, I mean,
1: yeah. but you know he's going to get his comeuppance. And just kind of waiting for that. Like, you know, yeah, oh,
2: inconceivable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so good. It is. He's brilliant, and then he gets bested by doing his double bluff thing with oh, yeah, the, yeah. the poison. Yeah. 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 I think then he, he can stop of course he poisoned
2: them. them both because he built up some immunity. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Classic.
0: Which? Classic. That's,
2: Classic that's, Dread Pirate Roberts move. Oh,
0: it is. It is. That's <laughs> going to be one of the things that we're going to have to see if you can um, defend because... He says that it's undetectable. You can't smell it. Yeah, as soon as the count comes over and smells the the cup, he goes, "Oh, yeah, that's such and such a poison that's in it." Yeah, yeah. So how can he smell an odorless poison?
2: Well, he has got a very big nose. <laughs> ah, fair enough. Yeah, that's exactly. It. He's got a really big nose. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes but sense maybe now. he knows it's poison, and because he can't smell anything, that gives it away. Ah.
1: ah. Because it's,
2: it's obviously this was poison, it was a battle of wits. Yeah, I'm not smelling any poison, therefore, it must be. I can't yes. remember what the poison no, is. No, I
0: can't from. either, but it's an odorless poison, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You see, I think got the answer. I, I like it when people can defend their favorite films, even though it's a real <laughs> huge plot hole. Plot holes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we find a way around it. Um, yeah, right. What I've been kind of trying to do to go through it, if you were going to speed up the film, so you'd be put the video in, in your VHS, Mm -hmm. where's your first scene that you have to stop at?
2: The first scene I would stop it at would be um, the screeching eels when she jumps in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I wouldn't fast forward it again. Till the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, because straight after that, I like it when they see the dread pirate Robert's ship appear. And it keeps getting closer. Yeah, yeah. And then I yeah. love them climbing the cliffs of insanity. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, it leads into the sword fight. Yeah. And then the fight yeah. with Andre the, the yeah. Giant. And then Vassini. Yeah. Maybe but- I can fast forward through the Count and Prince humpdink, following it all up. Yes. Mm. Maybe yes. I would fast forward through the Swamp. Even though I do like it. Yeah. Maybe I'd fast forward through that. And fast forward straight to when he's starting to get tortured. Yes. But then that follows on. I love the bit where um, Inigo asks his sword to guide his way. Mm. And then he accidentally finds it. Yeah. Finds where the thing. It, yeah. And when he screams out and Inigo Montoya says, I know that pain. Yeah. Yes. I know that. I mean, it's just full of beautiful... It is, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, just, and, I was just curious. And then there. the healing scene with Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah. That's- to believe, to believe. What wants you to keep... Why should we bring you back to life? True love. He didn't say that. He said to believe. Do you remember all that? <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then his wife comes out and he's like, liar, liar.
0: <laughs> I love it. It is. <laughs> Billy Crystal is one of the best
2: things in it. Has to be said. Oh, yeah. so good.
0: He's brilliant. Yeah, he's he's not quite dead, or he's not he's not long dead. I can't remember what it is. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there's not much
0: I would fast forward through. Yeah, I, it probably is one of those films that there's there's not a lot of exposition, is there? It's it's all from one scene to the next to the next to the yeah, next, yeah, yeah. and you just have to keep yeah. going. Yeah, they don't yeah, explain look, things.
2: You know, as much as I love Lord of the Rings, there's swathes of the Fellowship that I would yeah. fast forward through. Yes. Yeah. I don't, out of respect for the film. <laughs> it's not no, a very
1: long film, though, is it? I mean, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's not a very long film. <laughs> no, this one isn't. No. No, no it's an all good long. comedy. Should be
2: yeah, 90 minutes, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the 80s and 90s, 90 minutes, that was enough to tell no. a really good story. You can't tell yeah.
1: it in 90 minutes. You're not doing your job.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, Nobody you can't did. tell Lord of the Rings in 90 minutes, though, mate. That oh, you is. <laughs> can
0: <laughs> They tried their best by Probably getting rid of Tom Bombadil. Yeah. yeah imagine if they left that in. That'd be another hour, wouldn't it?
2: Oof. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I remember reading that the first time, that whole Tom Bombadil section, getting mm. to the end where they go, so will you help us? And he goes, no. And I'm like, what? I just, I just read 100 pages. <laughs> And you're not even
0: going to help them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the MFF awards.
2: <laughs>
0: Who do you think is the standout performance in this?
2: Uh, for me, 100% Mandy Patinkin, Enigo Montoya, all yes. the way. Yeah, all the way.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I think that's probably agreed. By myself, and it looks like Gary's agreeing as well. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That, that I'm sure, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm, I'm. sure. Jared knows this, but I, I read that. Um, because his performance, is acting, as he
1: says, he takes a, you know, it's deadly serious. His performance yes. of a man, yeah. you know, seeking to, to, to revenge the death of his father. Yeah, and I, th- and I, th- I think his father had actually died, hadn't he? So he's he's, a, he's yes. been a bit method. And, okay, and well, so wow. he, in, in his head, he set up: if I kill this guy my father will come back to life yeah, right. yeah. What, you know use that method for the whole thing and yeah. it's just
2: and, and that's I guess because he doesn't do comedy in it he's one of the only ones that has I can't think of any funny lines that he says <laughs>
1: No, I don't think he when, he when he questions the little guy, you know, I, I don't think you understand what the meaning of the word inconceivable is. But he deadpans no, dead it. He dead I mean that's,
2: it. he deadpans it. You're absolutely yeah. right. And when yeah. he's playing the rhyming game with physic, you know, that's mm. just him him being nice. It's not him yeah. playing for laughs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas all the other characters are quite caricature esque, aren't they? Yeah.
1: yeah. The very yeah, tongue in cheek almost mm. the, the dread pirate. Yeah. Very yeah. campish.
2: Um, yeah, he's yeah. very much the 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 stereotypical dashing yeah swashbuckling hero, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So man yeah. Patinkin. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: like okay. a, a heart of Yeah. I think he is, definitely. Um okay then so standout scene, so best scene, favorite scene.
2: Favourite scene? Yeah, there's oh. a lot
0: of them, I would have thought.
2: Oh, my favourite scene is when um, uh, Wesley, it, when they've stormed the stormed the palace, stormed the castle, and Wesley uh, is still not alive yet, and he's on Prince Humperdinck's bed, and he bluffs his way through <laughs> um, and gets him to sit down and get tied up. Uh, and then it all finishes with him. He goes, Are you going to kill him? And he's like, No. Yeah. Uh, and it goes through the list of things he's going to do. And oh, that's so cool, that scene. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is cool.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Gary, do you have a, a
2: different Well, I think it's, it's,
0: um, I think it's Mandy
1: again, isn't it? It's Mandy Plinkins. So it's either, it's either the two sword fights, either the one yep. where he first meets the dread yep. Pirate and gets bested by him, which is just an amazing sword fight. Yeah. Uh, yes. Full of sort of hero daring. It's really sort of Errol Flynn stuff. Yeah, or the second one where he actually meets the six fingered guy. Yes, yeah. and he's getting like injured himself, and it's just so heartfelt. Yeah. It's just so yeah. emotional. I mean, um, either of those,
2: and you actually start going, maybe he's not the best sword fighter, because this is two big <laughs> sword fights. He's delicious. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then how he just fights off with oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah with the blood shoulder I mean, that that's a, uh, wish I'd said that one now.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can change around the edit. <laughs> that's that's it. Like no, no, it's
1: fine. Uh, <laughs> But yeah. also, when I watched it, I was worried he was going to die. I did believe that yeah. it was going to be a tragedy, yeah, that, that would he would die. It was set would up have a tragedy. Sucked hard. It would have been cruel, but yeah. um, I was the genuinely King, worried about. It,
2: It's something that Game of Thrones would do. Yes. Yeah. yes but in the in the 80s, we were wanting a bit more closure. <laughs> we, wanted <a> full, <laughs> we wanted a full circle of redemption, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think mine's actually are quite like the, the the mind games with Pacini. Yes. The poison. Yes. Yeah, poison. That's Swapping them over. I like, I like that one. I think that's yeah. a, a great one. Um, yeah. Favorite one, favorite line or one-liner.
2: Just my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's got to be that or,
0: or Billy Crystal's. He's mostly dead. He's, He's not, not fully dead. 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 He's just mostly. Mostly dead. dead. <laughs> Quite like that one, Gary. Any different yeah. ones? Or? Oh yeah, my my name is eagle. Yeah. That one it's gotta be yeah, this is brilliant, it's brilliant. This one could be the easy one. I'm not sure. Best cameo. There oh, is a couple, <laughs> isn't there? It? There's it a few. Yeah, me. yeah. I, I mean,
2: really I... like Mel Smith in it. Yeah. Um. But it's is it Billy Crystal or is it his wife, Carol oh. Carol Kane? Mm, yeah, yeah, she's good. Yeah, but then. You know, Peter Cook? Peter Cook, yeah. Wow. 12 yeah. wow. <laughs> I always wondered if he they actually filmed more with him. That they, must that. they must oh, yeah. have done.
0: They must have done, must not they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not um, sure of them. Because Billy
1: Crystal's bit was just ad-libbed, wasn't it? They, they, yeah, they yeah. never just filmed yeah, hours on. and hours. They yeah. yeah. never said the same
0: thing twice. I, I mean,
2: think. I'm going to say Billy Crystal, yeah. 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 Oh, fair enough. Well, it's it, just a it, decent chunk, isn't it?
0: It is, yes. I think I, I'm going to go Peter Cook, to be honest, just because yeah.
2: he's great. Um, he is, and to be used for just basically three lines, love, two, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much all he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary,
0: you're going to make uh, it. I it's it's probably
1: really Billy Crystal. I love I love Billy Crystal. so yeah. In reality, yeah, um, it's I was going to say I was going to say Mel Smith, just to be generous, but it's Billy Crystal by a mile. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Everything he does yeah. is brilliant. I love him. Billy Crystal, yeah,
0: fair enough. Is there anything that dates the film more than anything else, or is it one of these um, timeless tasks Because it goes into a fantasy land. There's no timing on that, so I guess no, it's only I don't really think so. Peter Falk and Fred Savage bits yeah. that could be. Yeah, yeah,
2: only yeah. in the you know the quality of the picture. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything dialogue-wise, story-wise, which I mean, yes, it will fail the Bechamel test. Or whatever the bechamel sauce yeah. test, yeah. Um, What is it? The bech... What's it called?
0: Oh, come on! It's the
2: test. Yeah, I, I've always called it the bechamel, but I, that's a sauce, isn't it? Yes, bechamel. I think it
0: is. I come remember what it's called now. It's the one where
2: basically there's there's essentially one woman in it, yeah, and she's no. a passenger through the whole thing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not a major character. There's no conversation between two females at any point in time in the the no. film, is there? No, no. Yeah. Because you only have Miracle Max's wife yeah. and Buttercup, and that's pretty much it, isn't it?
2: Pretty much it. And is the, the queen in there? So. Is there a queen?
0: No, I don't think so.
2: Like the, the mother? No, it's just elderly King, isn't it? Yeah. And then there's the old lady yeah. in the crowd scene.
0: Well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's da- yeah. that dates. Fair enough. It. Yeah, that dates. Definitely dates it. A dates it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need know, a strong female character in this. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I mean, there could easily be a strong female character in there. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You could have replaced someone, but I'm not quite sure who. But yeah, could make a stand up for herself a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
2: Totally. Just...
0: They, could
1: have, they could have flipped a couple of the characters. They could have, you know, the, yes, the print. Um, I don't
0: think the casting was brilliant. They shouldn't
1: have. Yeah. they shouldn't have done. But they could. It would be interesting if they were going to make it now. They would definitely flip the characters. Yeah, they would. Yes. Yeah,
0: they'd flip yeah. a few around, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, we yeah. have to do that it now, quite
1: rightly. yeah, but, um, yeah. Um, Right, that's
0: kind of the awards bit. <laughs> because you've said a few times, it's got funny lines there. Do you think it's actually a comedy film, or is it yeah. an adventure film?
2: Yeah, it's absolutely a comedy.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you'd put it down. If you if you had to genre it, you had to stick it on the right shelf, when given the genre, oh, you'd be sitting yeah, straight yeah, comedy. comedy.
2: When I was a kid, I would have said fantasy. Right. Because I didn't get a lot of the comedy. I just enjoyed the fantasy elements.
0: Right. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's that's a nice straight answer. i can handle it. Handled. Nice mm. straight answer on that. Um what about other standout scenes? Were there any other like major scenes that you think just stand out to you completely? I know this you've gone through quite a few but then you'll talk through the entire film. I think we yeah. Have actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of yeah. <laughs>
2: getting to that point. I mean the two the two sword fights absolutely yes. stand out. Absolutely yep. stand out. Yeah, the are, poison know. scene stands out. Yeah. Um, that scene in Prince Humbertic's bedroom yeah. stands out, and the slow mo shot of, um, uh, of Buttercup, uh, falling gracefully from the window into Andre the Giant's <laughs> <Yes>. arms.
0: <laughs> That's a good end. <laughs> and then they
2: ride; they're all riding off on white, hot, beautiful oh. white horses.
0: <laughs> Perfect end, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this is the tough bit now. Um. Can you sell the film in about 30 seconds?
2: Probably not, because they couldn't sell it (laughs) uh, with marketing budget. Can you do what they couldn't then? (laughs) I I can't, because I've tried it. I've tried it so much over the years to convince people, look past the name. I don't think the name is that much of a problem. But I like how uh, they list all the things like, uh sword fighting uh cliffs of insanity deadly eels um evil doers princes and princesses you know they just list that's how they did it they just listed all of that stuff yeah and i as a kid went tick 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 i like all of those things and then right (laughs) at the end andre the giant
0: (laughs) just to make it perfect (laughs) Yeah. yeah so your sales pitch is basically ignore the name andre the giant
2: yeah yeah even though you know it, he hasn't got a standout performance in it at all because his, his, no. his acting is appalling but um <laughs> he's just there to be a giant <laughs> yeah but he's so endearing in it and yeah. he always was yeah, yeah. fair enough um
1: <laughs> if, just, if i was yeah. the quick question if i was the producer and you've just done that pitch and i go yeah i like the idea of the film i've got a real problem with the title i think the title is going to put off boys watching the movie is there a better title? Could, or something just Because, you know, the poster, you know, they say you shouldn't judge a book by the cover, but yeah, film yeah, yeah. judged by the oh, titles yeah. and the posters. And I think we've said, you know, it's a, within the first few minutes of watching it, Fred Savage and Peter Falk address it. Yeah. But you've yeah. still got to get them into the cinema because this is pre-Netflix. You've got to get them into the cinema to watch it. Uh, should what there been a better title? Or should there been a better
2: title? The Revenge of the Dread Pirate Roberts. That's a better yeah. title. That is a much That's better title. A good title, isn't it? Or Dread Pirates Robert's Vengeance or The Pirate, The Giant, and the Sword. Oh. Yes,
1: any of those. They're
2: all better they, they are all better titles. They are far better titles. Well
1: done.
0: Yeah. yeah. So when I was a kid,
1: there's yeah. no my dad used to love like all black and white pirate movies. And I think I think Inigo is kind of based off an Flynn character. Oh, yeah. And there's so an, old, there's an old film. My dad used to bang on about it. He go, Oh, you got to watch this film, it's called Captain Blood. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You've got to. They yeah.
2: talk about that and carry out. All right. Uh, how do you say his name?
1: Yules, carry, I think this, Yules, Yules, I this. Carry yeah. Yules
2: talks about it in his book.
1: Yeah. So, you know, but, but when, when your dad says you've got to watch this film, you go, oh, dad. He goes, it's called Captain Blood. Yeah. You know, 10 year old, you go, yeah. yeah, you're right. I've got to, I mean, I'm going to watch this film. It's a yeah. bit shit. Why would <laughs> not? Brilliant title, Captain Blood.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I say to my kids, do you want to watch a film that's called Captain Blood? They'd be like, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Revenge of the
0: Dread
2: Pirate. That's Pirate, Robinson, yeah. Dread Pirate good. yeah, that is a better
1: title. This,
0: yeah, we'll put that forward to them. Um, we'll go back in time. We'll change it. All these years later, It'll be a massive hit when it first came out instead of um, a cult film. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Jared, for coming
2: along. It's been my pleasure. Yeah, my it's pleasure. been
0: absolutely awesome, yeah, so I, haven't, so I
2: haven't had a chance to talk about the Princess Bride like this. Ever? people
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. we'll Find you out there in the
2: uh Instagram world. mainly. Yep. Instagram, Jero Christmas Comedian. Um, I do a, I'm doing stand-up all over the place, but I also do a uh, family-friendly show with a beatboxer called the Mighty oh, Kids I've Beatbox Comedy Show.
1: Right. Absolutely awesome. Um, I love it. I've seen, that, I've seen it. A yeah, times. did you come Brilliant.
2: to, you came in Edinburgh, didn't you?
1: Uh, no no, uh yeah. you didn't east London. I did London twice. I saw you in London twice. Yes. With the kids yeah. and all the street, all the streets, all the kids from the like the pie like the beatbox and pie of <laughs> <just, just laughs> Kids going yeah. mental and parents going, What the hell is this? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> what is this madness? Um so it's great. <laughs> we just
2: we just did two brilliant. shows at uh yesterday at the South Bank Centre. Right. Which uh, were incredible. They were sold out and it was amazing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: brilliant, such a good it's show.
2: Very cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, right, we'll well, we'll cats. Thanks for coming along. It's been thanks for having me. Wonderful to talk to you. Thank you very much. Cheers, uh, mate. Bye. bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You
0: killed my father. Prepare to die now. Okay, thanks again for coming in, Jared. Uh, next week's show, we're going to be talking to Susie Bennett about holiday. Brilliant. can Yeah. Here is Susie's trailer for The Holiday. The
1: Holiday. It's not political. It's not satirical. It's a warm blanket of a movie with a nice glass of Baileys and it'll make you feel good about yourself. It's escapism. It's got fantastic scenery. Beautiful people falling in love. A few funnies. It's a classic and it will change your life.
0: Gumption. Okay, that's next week. Until then, from us, bye-bye. Yes, bye. Finally, thanks to ACAST for hosting the website and to Max Smith for the theme tune composition. To get in touch with the podcast, remember that website is www.myfavouritfilm.com.